Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. How's it going? Uh, I just want to say thanks for stopping by, and if it's your first time, welcome to Crunch Time Coffee Talk with your girl, your host, Elizabeth. You know what time it is. Grab your coffee, grab your milk, grab your bagel, grab whatever the heck you need so that we can spill the tea and get started. Welcome back, you beautiful people, reporting live from the kitchen table. And today's forecast is going to be hot and sunny. Oh, oh, wait, this is not, this is, this is not the news channel, huh? (laughs) All jokes aside, welcome back to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. I have missed you all, of course. So let's go ahead and dive in for today. I found a quote that I really, really thought that would be perfect for this episode and it says that we cannot become what we want by remaining what we are and what this quote actually means is that if you're a real negative person in your day-to-day life and you are wanting to change you want to see how you can become a better person or bring positivity in your life whatever it may be you cannot become a positive person if you're constantly down talking yourself or down talking others change will never happen in that state of mind and trust me I know this from experience so there's been a couple of things that have been on my mind that I have been wanting to record and today I thought would be a perfect day to talk about this because earlier today aunt hopped on a Facebook live and I mentioned her in my prior podcast episodes that she is an intuitive reader so she pulled a card and what these cards consisted of was that they had to resonate some sort of lifestyle change that was going to happen right now. Like not telling you the future, but something that you can work on that you're willing to work on right now and change. So what she did was she pulled two cards for me. One of them basically translated to that I am forcing my happiness. And what that means is that I am grabbing a bunch of things in my life that I feel will bring me happiness because I don't know what truly makes me happy, which is true. I will be 100% honest about that. I started my ultrasound program. And again, I mentioned this in my prior episodes, if you guys are following. I started the ultrasound program. I loved it. I fell in love with it. And I went to clinicals. I graduated. And then it was a dead stop. And I decided to go ahead and start my associate's program the same school. So I'm fast forwarding six months. I have my daughter. Things have changed tremendously in my life. And now I find myself not, not that I'm not interested in it, but I find myself, what do I want to say? I find myself seeing that it is not in my path that I'm trying to go down, basically is what I mean. And I don't know why for the past week or so, not even since my daughter has been born, I have felt that this particular profession is just not something that I want to do. And I know that I went to school for a very long time. I worked very hard and I preached and I motivated about finishing school and then all of a sudden I don't go to this school that I got 
my degree in, you know, that I did blood, I put my blood, sweat, and tears in. I know it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. And I wanted to beat myself up over it just because of the fact that I've been so indecisive about things about my life. And I was almost guilty talking to my husband about it because I didn't want him to get upset at the fact that I went to school, I did all this, I cried to everybody because it was so hard and I didn't think I was going to finish and to not end up going in that specific field. And it's not to say that maybe later on that I decide to get a job or a part-time job, but what's really, really been in my mind is that I kind of want to be like a mom how do you say it mom an entrepreneur but a mom so you guys sound it out on your side and then you know I'll eventually figure it out but I kind of want to be like that I want to be able I mean everybody wants to be their own boss right I mean that is the dream that is the goal but not everybody can be their own boss because of the fact that no it just doesn't work out but for me because of the lifestyle that I have adapted with my two daughters it kind of definitely changes my perspective on things and I think it has to do with the fact that I had my second daughter and it kind of opened my eyes because with my first daughter I was able to see her grow up for the majority of her life I was here I was able to see all her first because her dad wasn't able to so I want to reciprocate the same thing with my second daughter and as a mom as a person as somebody trying to find themselves you tend to get in this predicament of do I stay home with the kids do I want to be there for their first or do I want to be successful and have something for myself and potentially miss all their first you know and you could disagree with me um, because a lot of people are different you know they choose to go out into the world and find something for themselves and their kids are second but that doesn't make you any less of a parent or whatever however you want to say it so you guys can see my predicament that i'm definitely in a pickle i tend to change i guess when my children are born i outgrow who i used to be and you know with my husband working so hard switching jobs I tend to feel guilty. I'm like, do I want to let him know that I am deciding to change again? And what's good about my husband is that he's incredibly supportive about the situation. And he told me, you know, you're 27 years old. You're young. We still have the rest of our lives. And we, it's okay for us not to have everything figured out at this point in time. And so the next thing that I wanted to mention was when my aunt was doing the reading, she automatically started off with my daughter. As you guys know, I have mentioned countless times that since having a second child bringing her baby sister into this world, she has had a really, really rough time with adjusting. And this is not just because she has a new sister. She has always had a hard time adjusting. She's been mentioning recently this past like week or two that she misses her old home. That was the home that we had prior, but that was also the home that I was pregnant in. We didn't have her baby sister. So I'm assuming that is what she means by she misses her old home. She misses her old friends. She even mentioned to a family member that her dad didn't love her. And so we approached her and we're like, yo, 
what's wrong? Like, what is up with you? What is going on? And so she broke down and cried and just said that it just, just looking at her made me want to cry because I felt her stress, I guess you can say, because I've been there. I've been overwhelmed. I've been in her situation and no six-year-old should have to experience that. And we've let her know that we do love her. Um, nothing has changed. She's still our child and I don't think she quite comprehends it because of the fact that her routine is off. Our sole attention or half of our sole attention is on this baby because she requires a little bit more and so I sat down and I talked to her today and I let her know that mom and dad still love her. You know, things have not changed. Mom and dad just need to give the baby a little bit more attention because she needs people to take care of her, not like her where she's self-sufficient. I didn't use those big words, of course. And so she kind of just let me know that she does love me and that she loves her baby sister. She has nothing against her, but I just think that she has a bit of jealousy going on right now and as a mom as me (laughs) trying to figure how to parent two kids it's been really difficult because I'm trying to make sure that she's okay the baby's okay my husband's okay and me and it's been kind of difficult in the sense because I have been trying to keep my mental health stable basically and let me just tell you I have been doing a terrible job with keeping my mental health stable. The other night, I wanted to record a podcast, and not the other night, I want to say like last week or something like that, and I was angry, like super, super angry to the point that I was fed up. I was fed up being labeled as this boring person, this, um, you know, just everything above I was just tired of it and it had to do with something that happened and I took a shot at my husband too as well during those notes you know like why he doesn't help very often and stuff like that because I'm not gonna lie you know marriage is not perfect marriage is really hard and for those of you guys who claim that it's easy claim that you know your marriage is perfect on social media it's most definitely a lie because you everybody has problems everybody has problems you don't have to fight every day um you guys can get along but everybody has problems that's how you guys grow together as a married couple and so i have been just trying to find ways to adjust and this podcast has been a great outlet for me to vent to you guys to talk to you guys to motivate you guys and that's why i keep coming back to you guys because i want you know a listener out there who is scrolling through podcasts or scrolling through the internet listen to this and realize that they're not alone that you guys are not alone that I am in this with you guys I am going through this living it day to day <laughs> and so it's hard it's definitely definitely hard and of course as many of you guys probably have already noticed in your guys's life that being motivated does not come easy and nobody is always motivated trust me i may sound peppy and motivated and all this stuff but it's really hard to stay motivated to push yourself to get up to not want to just give up on the day okay so on to the next topic the last thing that i really wanted to talk to you guys about was i posted this picture on my instagram which 
shout out the instagram name is at the crunch time coffee talk so go ahead and follow it yeah check it out so i posted this photo of me after the shower and my pajamas and i am taking a normal picture and i'm kind of showing how my postpartum body is which i'm six and a half weeks postpartum so i wanted to show off my body my whole point of the picture was to kind of get like a message out because I have seen through my family members, my younger family members, I'm not going to name anybody specifically, but through my younger family members, I've noticed on Instagram, social media, not just with them, but just with the younger girls that they tend to attack themselves as far as their body image. And I know it has to do with society. I know it has to do with the way that things are presented on the TV, makes them want to be thinner, slimmer, trimmer, fit, whatever. And I know it has to do um, a lot with that because that is what happened when I was younger and probably when you guys were younger and our parents and so on and so forth. So it's been for the past hundreds of years that this has been happening but what I've noticed is that these girls tend to not attack themselves in a noticeable way but they tend to bring themselves down like I'm ugly but I know that eventually I'll be cute you know not that specifically but kind of in the sense right so I posted this photo and what I basically said was let's talk this is me six and a half weeks postpartum me this is vulnerable me no this is just me I take it back why post this you ask because no one is perfect and that's okay I've seen countless young women and older ones and even men have to justify why they put on weight ha who the hell cares? Who the hell cares? No one owes anyone any explanation. Just be the fat you, the skinny you, the no muscle you, and whoever the hell you are. Don't forget, we very well create our own happiness. So go do it like now. And so I posted that after I have noticed, you know, the series of events that I spoke about. But also because I wanted to tell you guys a story. So I was in high school and I hung out with this group of friends. Not all of the friends were terrible. You know, some of the friends were great, great friends that I still, you know, keep in touch with nowadays. But more of the boys, I guess you could say, that we hung out with. I was thin in high school. I was very, very thin. Um, I still was curvy, but I think I was about 120, maybe 130. So I was thin. That's the, you know, picture it. Me, thin. And... A lot of times when we would hang out, these guys would tell me that I was fat. They would pinch my sides. Um, they would basically tell me that I'm fat and that I needed to lose weight. So a teenager, you know, mentality would be, oh my God, they're right. I'm huge. I'm fat. And so that kind of set the path of my mental destruction if that's the word for it because after that after hanging out with these negative people I started to attack myself and what I mean by that is I joined sports so I had joined soccer I think 
that year. And what I did was I would not eat. So I had a eating disorder. No, I did not throw up, but I definitely skipped a lot of meals. And I would at least have one meal, maybe a day or maybe two. I I can't really remember, but I know that I remember that I used to skip meals and it got to the point where I was stressed about school. I was stressed about getting in college and all these factors were stressing me out to the point that I became dehydrated. I went, went to the doctor. My mom took me to the doctor and the doctor told me that if I don't start taking care of myself that I could potentially not live <laughs> because I was so overwhelmed with everything. I was so stressed out. I was trying to be this person that they wanted to be me to be and I see that a lot in most of these girls today because like I said it's been happening for the course of many years i want to grab them oh oh my gosh my dog is having a dream as you guys can probably hear and what he does is when he has a dream he is like literally barking and running in his sleep and sometimes when it's like dark 30 in the morning it's kind of annoying to hear that he's barking at somebody the first time i heard it it really scared me i thought like something was happening or he was having a seizure or something but my husband said that he was just having a dream so i was like oh okay so back to my point yeah it i just i just want to grab these girls and hug them and tell them that it's gonna be okay that being imperfect is okay being you know the size that they are is okay i know that a lot of women have you know stood up and and voice this you know voice that it's okay voice that it's okay to have stretch marks basically to tell them that it gets better you know high school is an ugly world it's great it's awesome but it's an ugly world things are a lot different now than what they were before what they were before they used to just tell you suck it up move on and that's that but now you know 2020 a lot of people get offended and a lot of things get taken out of context and so things have definitely changed. I also remember when I was in high school that I had this counselor and she was the one who would help us apply for college applications and basically tell us our chance of how likely we were to get in college. So I slipped up my sophomore year because I decided to rebel. You know, everybody has that time during high school middle school whenever you guys decide to choose it to rebel against your parents and that was my time and I was failing pretty much most of my classes because I wasn't trying all I thought about was boys I didn't care about college I didn't care about what my parents thought so I had a little slip up and I was senior year asking this counselor like hey okay uh i didn't get into these out of state out of town colleges so what about the one in town and basically what she told me was that i was never gonna get in college she was gonna be surprised if i got into college and i even wanted to become a pediatrician i've always wanted to become a pediatrician and i never got a chance to do it because she told me that 
I should pick a different profession because she didn't think that I was capable of it. Even though I started, I got into college, but I got into college through a summer bridge program, which is this program where you're like based on your color, I guess you could say, or your background, um, economic background, you have a uh, way of getting in, like some extra help. And so that's how I got in. But hey, to me, now that I'm an adult, who cares? I got into college, I was in, but when I was in college, I knew that college wasn't for me. That specific college wasn't for me. That type of style of college wasn't for me. I had other plans, but I was too scared to stray away from the path that my mom had for me and that was working going to school and she had she admitted that her way was the basic way like go to college work get a job you know the american dream basically is what her um, idea was for me And so I was her first child. It was for her first daughter. So she wasn't, she was new to everything. And so with my brothers, she treats them a lot differently. It's because she already went through the experience with me. She knew that I was very independent and I was going to do things my own way. And I wanted to find my own way through life. And so I quit college and then that's when I, moved in with my husband in San Diego and you know the rest was history and so she does alter the way that she parents my other two brothers because things are different now you know she learned her metaphor which my husband thinks it's hilarious but her metaphor is that I was the first pancake you know how like when you're cooking pancakes and sometimes the first pancake never comes out good you know it is burnt or the it messes up when you're trying to flip it so you throw it out and so she uses that metaphor that I am the first pancake and so she um, got me out and now the second and third pancake she can perfect and it's it's a good analogy because now that I'm a parent I realize what she means by that and and it's true you know I do that with my daughter I didn't perfect it I'm not saying I'm a perfect parent and yes my kid is still six years old but for up to six years I know what to do so for my second daughter I'm a little more patient than I was with my first daughter. I know how to approach situations and so on and so forth. So I, I, that's pretty much all that I have to spiel today to you guys. I hope you guys are still here. I hope that you guys are still following with me. And I think those that have been committed with me on this journey, this self-improvement journey, this parenting journey, this new life change journey, this whole trying to figure out what the hell we want to do with our lives life journey and yeah don't forget to eat ice cream eat a brownie work out be fat be skinny be whoever you want to be is what i want to preach to you guys today you know and find your happiness be who you are be authentic you and as always if you guys dream it believe it then you will achieve it and with that ladies and gentlemen i'll see you guys in the next one (sighs) 